Hello and welcome to Ladies Talk Podcast. We are so excited to have yes. you here. I am here joined by Lisa and my mom, Bonnie, and we are excited to invite you into our podcast. Even though it is called Ladies Talk Podcast, this is for men and women, just to encourage you to let you know that you're not alone out there. We are people of faith, but you know, we don't have cookie cutter Christian stories. You know, we grew up and, you know, we went through a lot of trials, a lot of triumphs, and we really just want to encourage you all that you're not alone. So um, so we're going to go ahead and open up in prayer, and then we're just going to share a little bit more right before we get into my mom's testimony and a little bit of her story. So Lisa, would you go ahead and open us up in prayer and praying for our listeners? I would love to. Thank you. Dear Lord, we just come to you today, Lord, and we praise your name, Lord. We praise your name for bringing this podcast forth, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the listeners that are going to be tuning in and hearing our stories, Lord, hearing our words of encouragement, Lord. I pray that we say something, Lord, that helps them to strive to want to be more like you, Father God. I pray for open hearts, Lord. I pray for open minds, Lord. I pray that you come in and you open the listeners' ears, Lord. I pray that you fill this podcast with tons of listeners that need the encouragement that we have to give them, Father God, I pray that you continue to show up and be the big God that we know you are. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. That's right. The big God that we know you are. That's exactly right. So listen, real quick, before we jump into my mom's story, so what we're going to do on um, Ladies Talk, we are going to just be sharing some of our stories, our testimonies, our triumphs, and really just having an open conversation, you know, asking some questions to each other. So you know, if you've been through this, you understand you're not alone. You can gain some wisdom from it. And then also, you know, if you have questions, you're able to submit them to us. We have a Facebook page, Ladies Talk Podcast 3. We also have an Instagram, Ladies Talk Podcast 3. Or you can email us at Ladies Talk Podcast 3 at gmail.com. And so we want to hear your stories, your questions, your feedback. And, you know, if there's anything, any topics you want covered, we want to hear those things. But our vision and our goal for Ladies Talk podcast is that we want to celebrate in the good we want to encourage through the bad and we want to be there through all the ugly listen there's nothing like the when you get to the other side of victory with walking through people um but it what makes it worth it is when you were able to be there during those dark times and then so you can really see like the growth and the progress and how God moved and what he did to bring somebody out of a you know horrible situation or out of an addiction or you know out of a, a just a wayward life without him and so to be able to walk through that whole journey with him we believe that's what Jesus did with us you know he took us by the hand when we didn't even know it and he didn't leave us he didn't forsake us he held us and he he protected us and we were able to come out victorious. And so we want to invite you into a community that believes in that, you know, and that is here to help encourage that within all of us. And yes. so um, to all of you, now that you are listening, you are officially a part of the Ladies Talk Podcast family. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. We're excited Welcome. to have you. And so um, we're just going to jump right in now today. So exciting that we are going to be able to hear my mom's story. Listen, I am the youngest of three siblings. She, um, I have three older brothers. And I honestly didn't hear a lot of my mom's story until I got older. You know, as, as a young child, you know, I was in a family full of addiction. And, you know, my mom was working all the time. I just remember her working a lot. She worked and she supported her kids. And so to hear 
her story and to be older and understand the wisdom and the pain and the, the trials that she went through to get to where she's going. It's amazing to see the way that God used her uh, in my life and our family's life and in, in people's lives around us. And so um, I'm going to introduce Bonnie to you. She's going to spend a few minutes sharing her story with you and then we'll ask some questions. So mom, go ahead, take it away and let's share your story with the people. All right. Well, welcome. We're excited you're joining us. I just want to share a little bit uh, with you. I had uh, I was raised with three siblings. I, my father was an alcoholic until I was probably in third grade. My mother was an atheist until I was in third grade, and then they found the Lord. So I was raised in church, and then when I got older, just kind of went on my own and been back and forth on this relationship in and out with God. You know, um, then I got married and at a very young age and had my two oldest sons and was divorced. And uh, then, so I guess you could add that, a divorcee, to my list of things that I've been through in my time. Anyway, and then I met my husband now, who has dealt with addictions all throughout his life. And uh, we've been together 35 years. Mm-hmm. And we've raised kids. We've helped raise grandkids. And what I really want to encourage you in tonight is if you're the, the parent who has been married all these years and then find yourself without any kids, empty nesters, I'm telling you, because you wake up. All these years you've had kids, you've had things come in your life that kept you busy, sports, homework, school, at least you had your kids there. They were like a buffer, and and you didn't have time to do you because you were doing kids and taking care of the house and working a job and having a husband and, and or a wife and doing all these things, so you lost who you were. My mom passed away when I was uh, when I was 35 in... Uh, that was hard because she was like our foundation. She's the one that got us all going to church and led us all to the Lord. And uh, so she's the rock to our family. Every family has that family member that is a foundation. And that's what she was to us. And when she passed away, I didn't know who I was anymore. So I got caught up in the drugs just by trying to find out who I was. I got lost and uh, made some wrong choices. And uh, But thank God he forgives and... Uh, I've asked forgiveness and recovered from them and and uh, decided to serve the Lord. And so things take our focus off our marriage throughout the years. Uh, you're, when you focus on your job, then your kids grow up and they're gone. And you wake up one morning and it's quiet and it's just you and this person that you've been with all these years. And we are not the same. We don't look as good. We don't talk as good. You're like, what have I done? Who is this? Mm-hmm. You don't know that person anymore, but I'm here to tell you. It's so precious if you just let God restore your marriage when you get to that point. Because when me and my husband did this, we decided, oh, no, I want to know who you are. Because I thought you were worth marrying back then. And we said forever. We promised God forever. and so. We're going to look at this and see what does it take to stay together forever. Well, first of all, you don't know who that person is. You're not even the same person anymore. Your likes and dislikes are not even the same. You don't have the same habits and hobbies that you did back then because you gave your life up to take care of your kids and raise your family. And now here you are with just you two. So 
I, we went back to the beginning. Okay. Now I liked you before I loved you. So, so you start there. What did I like about you? And then, and then as we go on, then we started our date nights and then we started into the, now I know why I love you because I love you because your heart, just because the body's changed, just because the hair's gotten longer, your hair's gotten gray. I've gotten fat just because of all of that. That's part of life. That's what happens. That's what comes with it, you know. And, of course, there's regrets that I didn't take better care of myself. But I'm learning that now in this day and time. That's another story for another time. But it's important to realize this is still the person you married. Um, my husband still has the heart that he had when I married. And why people want to be his friend and why people love him and family all gather around him. Because he has a big heart, and he's a funny man. He's very funny, very humorous. And that's why I love him, and he's still that man. Just because the outside is all different, I didn't marry him for the looks. I married him for who he was on the inside. And that's what he married me for, thank God. (laughs) So, but I'm just telling you, there's so much work to be done when your kids are gone, and there's the two of you. So we started dating. He's no longer my husband. He's now my boyfriend. Okay. We took it back. You know, before we got married, we dated. We didn't date very long. I will say that. And, and, but we dated. And so now when I talk about him or take a picture, hey, my boyfriend's taking me out. Look at me and my boyfriend. He's my boyfriend and I'm his girlfriend. And, uh, so we get to know each other all over again. We go out on dates. We spend time just us. When he comes in during the day, hey, how was your day? You know what? I might not want to hear what happened that day, but I want to know this man. So I want to know what are you going through while you're doing what you're doing at work or whatever you're doing during the day. How was your day? And I listen to him. If I don't want to listen, I listen anyway because I want him to know he's that important to me that I can give him the time to hear what he has to say. And he does the same with me. And I always kiss him or he always kisses me before we leave. And we always say, I love you. And we do that with everybody in the family. So um, there's a lot of work to be done for empty nesters because you don't have all the things, the buffers that you had. Now you're face to face with that person you married that you promised to live the rest of your life with. Now, if you want to have a knockdown drag out and get it out of your system, hey, whatever works. But just know. Go back to the beginning. No, domestic abuse is not okay. Um, go back to the beginning where it all started and just write down what does he bring to the table? What do I bring to the table? What do I like? What do I not like? Put it down on paper and share it because he deserves to know what I don't like about him and I deserve to know what he doesn't like about me because if we don't know, we can't acknowledge and we can't decide if we want to change that or not. Well, if she doesn't like that or he doesn't like that about me, well, let me see what I can do to make that difference. Because you know what? Marriage is a full-time job. It is the hardest job you will ever have, but it is the most rewarding as you grow up and you have grandkids and you have family and you get to share your stories and you get to encourage other people, you know, um, why are you getting a divorce? Why don't you like him? That's who you married. I feel, now this is just how I feel. I feel that we rush into marriage nowadays. I feel that people, I just want the dream, the wedding, the all that. 
it's more than just the wedding. It's so much more. The, the wedding's pretty. It's beautiful. It's expensive. It's something people talk about the rest of their life. But what they're not telling you is if you're not prepared for what comes after the wedding, then you'll have the divorce. And the divorce, sometimes they're knocked down drag outs. And sometimes they're talked about and sometimes they're not. But it's part of the fairy tale that they don't tell you. So I encourage you, prepare yourself when you get married. Know who you're marrying. And then through all them years, when you get lost and you don't know who it is, stop and look. Because you made that vow before God. So I chose to honor that vow. And my husband chose to honor that vow. So I just really feel that before we step into marriage, you need to be ready for marriage. You need to be certain and look further than just the wedding because there's so much more that comes with it. And it's not easy. And you're not going to be in love all the time. You're going to wake up and not even like that person some days. That's okay. Because you still love them. You just may not like what they're doing or, or, or you know, who they are at that moment. But you still love them. So you've worked through it. And uh, God's a restorer. If you say there's no hope in my marriage, yes, there is. There's nothing that is impossible with God. With man, it is impossible. But God tells us with him, all things are possible. So don't lose hope. Don't lose heart. And if you're in a marriage, putting God first is a sure way that you're going to serve God and have a good marriage. It's not always going to be happy, even when you're serving God. There's going to be hard times. I'm I'm going to church and been a member of the church, and my husband doesn't always go. I had to learn to accept that. I have to let God do what he's going to do in his life and just focus on me. You know, I really feel that when you walk in God's love, you learn what grace is for other people. And that's where we are. You know, he gives me grace for things I do, and I give him grace for things he do. And we walk in the love that we have for each other, and we walk in the love that God bestows upon us. And we want to share that love with others. So um, I just really would encourage you today to consider the choices you make when it comes to a relationship. If you're going to be married, consider what else comes with the package besides just the wedding because there's so much more. And if you're in a struggling relationship and you say, I'm in love, I don't want to leave him, but he don't even know who I am, tell him who you are. Make arrangements. Make a date night. Go back to the beginning. Sit down and write on your paper. What did I like? What do I like? What did, What am I now? What was I? And compare notes and sit down and talk. And But most of all, pray. Because when you feel there's no hope, there's always hope with God. God is our hope. And prayer changes things. So I just want to encourage you in that. That is my story for this evening. It is a daily struggle sometimes. But I'm like David. Every time he fell, he got back up. He was a man after God's heart. And I want God to know that I'm a David. That when I fall, I'm going to get right back up and keep on coming. So thank you for listening to my story. I really just enjoyed having you and getting to tell you. That's incredible. That There's like a bombshell of wisdom in there as she was talking. Lisa, did you have some stuff that you wanted to talk about, just about her story real quick? So I was listening, and I wanted to know, since you went back to the beginning with you and your husband, how has it improved your guys' relationship? Well, we used to always, we used to always know each other, you know, like finish last sentences. That stuff is true. 
But then you come back, you don't know each other, and we've had our struggles. So now we have to ask the questions. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? You know, tell me so I'll know what that means. There has to be a lot more communication. You know, that's one thing that's changed before. We just laugh and cut up and we knew. Now you don't know anymore. So because we're older, we're slower, we do things different, you know. So you have to ask. You have to communicate. Communicate is a key, you know. I know that he likes coffee every morning. So, you know, through the years when I was working, I, I cut back on making the coffee. Now, I'm back to making the coffee again because I know that's what he likes, which is something I slacked on for a while. But I know that's what he likes. So, hey, if you like it, that's what I'm going to do for you. So, um, it has, it has took us back to dating years and it has made our love stronger than it ever was because, um, to think 35 years with somebody, you know, wow. And he says, He's younger than I am. He says, that's over half my life. <laughs> it is. It is over half his life. That's awesome. So, I love how, you know, you're you're not afraid to have the hard conversations. And I think a huge thing today in people's relationships is that sometimes we get so afraid of being hurt or of opening up ourselves that we close up even in our marriages or even in the relationships to people closest to us because... We don't want that rejection of them knowing who we really are. But it's so powerful to hear your story because you understand that in a marriage that we've accepted each other as who we are. Yeah. Who who we truly are. Yes. Um, He said um, he likes to say things that he thinks I'm thinking before I've even said or even acted or anything on them. And And I just have to ask him, how tiring is that to feel like you know what the rest of the world is thinking before they've even said anything. That's got to be exhausting. But that's part of me calling him out. And he does the same for me, you know. Why do you, can you be so arrogant or whatever word he wants to use for thinking that way? That's playing hard. It's playing hard. And it's just showing we're willing to go that extra distance. Because you don't want to walk around with your feelings hurt. I want to say this because it's going to hurt his feelings. But you know what? Hurt his feelings. There's growth through the pain. There is growth through the pain. Know that. You don't have to be mean when you say it. You can come across in a very loving manner. Like, look, when you do this, it makes me feel like this. And that hurts me. Can we do something different or can we change this or what can I do there's a conversation you can have without just going at them and, and telling them, look, you did this and this and this. So there's there's a lot of things that if you just think before you act or speak, and if you're a person of God, God gives you wisdom, and he'll show you. And then the Holy Spirit gives you discernment. So if you're not sure about something, he's going to bring it to you and show you. And so um, that's, that's a lot of what I go by. Yeah. And then not only that, your perception of instead of, blaming the other person you did this this and this because i i mean i did that a lot in my marriage and you did this this and this but the perspective that you're coming from isn't pointing fingers at all about what they're doing it's asking them so you can gain understanding yes that's a whole different perspective than pointing the blame and pointing the finger i think that's so powerful so much encouragement in that we have to change the way we think and not get comfortable agreeing with the way the world thinks. Yes. Because we're not the world. We're a couple. 
nice. or two people. We mm-hmm. only make up just this little bitty, bitty little ant size mm-hmm. right here in this part of the world. And we don't want to think like them. Mm-hmm. This is our life. So don't be afraid to think however you want to think. Don't be afraid to share whatever you want to share if it's on your heart. And don't get caught and lost in your feelings. If you want to cry, I cry sometimes. I, I Menopausal, I don't know why. But I cry sometimes and my husband, just, he don't know what to do to help me. So he gets so frustrated. He'll, well, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, just let me have my moment. Right. I'll cry. I don't know why I'm crying, but I'll cry and then I'll be good. Yeah. He's like, okay. And he'll leave the room because he <laughs> can't handle that. Right. But our men don't want to see us cry. And, right. and I'm sure the women don't want to see the men cry. Whatever comes with that. But... <laughs> That's just part of what we deal with. But it's learning to say, let me have this moment, you know, and he'll go in the other room and let me have that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not that simple. Sometimes we bash each other, you know, well, I don't know why I'm crying. If I knew, and then he'll, well, oh, you know, mm-hmm. so it's part of life. Mm-hmm. But it's knowing when to stop and say, wait a minute. Okay, look, let's back this up. Mm-hmm. I apologize for that. That's not what I wanted to say. I just need to cry. And I'm sorry to bother you, but I need a minute. And he'll say, that's what he had to say. And he'll go to the room. <laughs> it's that simple. Right. But it's not all just sugar-coated. It's real. It's yeah. life. It's life. Yeah. Wow. It's married life at 35 years. 35. And that's a long time. That is longer than I've been alive. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but I hope so for you, Christian. <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> My mom and dad. <laughs> but listen, I hope if you're hearing her story that you're just encouraged in your relationship and truly, truly stay submitted to God because there is a certain humility that the Lord brings to us that we don't have when we're operating in the world. And it's what helps us to heal relationships. And it's what helps to bring restoration. And it's what helps to bring redemption. And it's so cool when you get to see the power of God. I mean, Lisa and myself are a testament, even watching my mom in her marriage of how much God has just continued to bring her through as she's been faithful to the church. She's been praying for my dad. He's such a great guy. You know, he is so funny. And I mean, everybody clings to him. Everybody loves him, but he does struggle with addiction. And, you know, so to know how God has been moving in his life, how God continues to pull on his heart when he comes to church, you know, and whenever he is um, just around positive people, it's so cool to see the testimony of where he used to be to where God has brought him now and that he's continued to allow this marriage to blossom into something beautiful. So thank you so much for sharing your story. That's incredible. Did you have anything else you wanted to share, Lisa? Yes. I just wanted to point out that I love Bonnie, how you said that uh, some of the nuggets of having a long lasting relationship is the communication, having those hard conversations and understanding where the other person is coming from. That is big, especially in my relationship, seeing you and him grow even more. It gives me hope that there is hope with God serving him with your husband and everything like that, that you go through. It gives me hope to knowing that after all this hard work at the end of the day, it is God that keeps us together and that we have to strive for to be closer to him 
to make us have healthy relationships. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And and then we can be encouraged that whether you're 35 years in or whether you're six months in, that if you're willing to do the hard work and you're willing, you and your partner are both willing to put in that work and to just stay true to God, that there's absolutely nothing that God can't do. You know, and so we're excited about that. So thank you guys so much for listening. You know, we're going to next week, we're going to share another story and we're just going to continue to walk through these things with you all. If you have questions, if you've gone through similar things in your marriage, please feel free to hit us up on social media, um, email us, whatever you need to do, contact us. So that way, you know, if you have some questions you want answered or you have some stories you'd like to share, I mean, we'd love to know your stories. We'd love to hear what you've been through and, you know, how you can relate and just know that you're not alone. And so before we go, um, Lisa has some verses she wants to share. Um, She's just going to encourage you guys before we leave and blessings to all of you guys. We hope you come back and join us next week. And listen, again, if you feel like ever you're alone in the struggle, in the, in the trials, whatever, we are here for you. And that's what this is all about. We invite you to be a part of our community and um, anything we can do for you. Just let us know. Lisa, go ahead and let's just encourage the people and um, with some scriptures and a quick word before we go ahead and leave for the day. Okay, we're going to come with First uh, Colossians 5.11. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you are doing. Man, that's awesome. And then we have another one to close out is Hebrews 10.24. And let us consider how we may spur one another in on towards love and good deeds. Yes. That is so crucial, you guys. And that's what this is all about. You know, there's enough people being critical of what we're doing, you know, criticizing each other, judging each other, finding every reason to just put people down. But that's not what this is about. You know, we can absolutely accept you where you are and still love you into the next stage of your life and still hold you accountable and ask you hard questions to get you into that next season of your life. So we encourage you today. Man, if if even if it's just us, but look for those people around you also that can hold you accountable, that you can trust to have the hard conversations with. Um, you know, the three of us, we go to church together. We're also family. And we were just blessed that all of us were going through some big transitions at the same yes. time. Yes. And we came together and we chose to grow together. Yes. And we're like, you know what? We're not going to let each other hold back or stay back where we are. We're not going to let each other go back to bondage or yes. addiction or you know, to, to toxic people, we're going to continue to move forward in God. And so, um, blessings upon all of you guys. If you have any prayer requests, go ahead and send them our way. We want to pray the fourth week of each month. We're going to go live on Facebook live and we're going to cover those prayer requests. And we're going to spend time on our podcast, praying over you, praying over your situations and just giving words of encouragement. So God bless you all. Any last minute words of encouragement or goodbyes you guys want to say? I do. I just want to say we are all women that love the Lord. But if there's people out there listening that don't know God, you're still in our hearts. And we still want you to stay with us and be encouraged by our stories. That's right. We want to love you right where you're at, no matter what that looks like. You don't have to be like us. We Everybody needs a village. Everybody needs that person that you can just say, they really get me. 
we want to be your person. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. And uh, of course, we're not perfect Christians, no. but God is the one that came and saved us where we were in our mess. So no matter how far you are, God is always right there waiting for you to call out to him. Yes. Amen. All right, you guys, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you on your day.